Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, hour two inside the locker room. Ravens Week (laughs) edition. Uh, I had to say that just because, I mean, let's just face it. it. It's the Ravens. We don't like them. They don't like us. And I'm fine with that. You know, of all the times to be happy, th- this is this is my happy time. This is my happy, happy face, happy dance. Um, you know, my on-site producer, uh, Oakley, that's who I call him. That's, uh, that's, he, that's now what he's affectionately known as. Yep. Uh, thank you, Wes. Um, he, he, he wanted to let me know how much he does not like the Ravens. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I went outside. I said, hey, hey, you know, Oakley. I took him out to go use the bathroom. And, you know, I, like, I always give him, like, you know, crazy commands. You know, like, hey, you know, at attention. You know, I just right, want right. to see how he'll respond to stuff. And I said Ravens, and he went and automatically peed on something. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I thought done. maybe it would be a steamer, you know? No, no, no. The steamer happened way too early this morning. So, you know, he the saves fact the that steamer he, for he, Cleveland. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> if it's brown, flush it, right? You know, oh, yeah. Oh, my. Let yeah, me, but but yeah. Oh my gosh, he's a, he's a mess. All right, let me ask you something. Do you find Jadavian Clowney to be anything to worry about? You know, I no. that guy. I thought he was when he came in the league. I thought he was going to bust it up. I really did. And there were some flashes early on of what this guy can do: his athleticism, his speed, you know, all that stuff. But he's never really. I don't know how do I put. Never really manifested all the ability that I thought he had uh I have not seen it yet played out in the league so you know th- this is the problem I have with some of uh people's scouting capabilities and what they're putting on guys you know so Javion Clowney South Carolina Gamecock um he made the name for himself off of the hit right against the Michigan running back, right? Right, yeah. That That's what we will always remember him for. And so it kind of inflated the lore that is Jadavion Clowney. Mm-hmm. And it never manifested in Houston. It never manifested in Cleveland. Right. And yes, he is a good player. I mean, don't let, don't, don't, no, don't right, let right. me miss. No, but number two overall pick, ah, yeah, uh, I mean you're right. I mean he is a guy. He's not the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and gotcha. I think I 
and you know, he, he, he's a Jag, just a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just there because literally everybody else is injured <laughs> for, mm-hmm. for the Ravens on the outside backer position. Like, ah, and, and trying to go out right now in free agency and try and find somebody, right? There's nobody there. And if you're going to trade for somebody, you're going to pay out the nose. So he was a value day pick. He's he's He was a clearance section of outside linebackers. So, you know, make no mistake, don't take him lightly. Right. You know, it, he's still you know, got it, ability it, to turn it on. Yeah. He's still, he's still got wiggle and he can still surprise you. Um, and you know, when you have a young tackle out there for that, that that's the worry, you know, does he believe the highlight reel, Mm -hmm. you know, versus the every down capability? That's what the question is. Cause if he had the every down capability, guess what? They would not have went and got Zadarius Smith. (laughs) If you have the Cleveland Browns, right? Right. That, that, that position would have been reserved for Jadavion. It was not. And, you know, I think that's where you kind of have to draw the line, but, you know, make no mistake about it. In this game, who knows how empowered he gets? Because he has played the he has played the Steelers, and he's had some success against the Steelers as a Brown. Um, so who knows what he brings into that equation? But you know, the the best thing is run straight at him, and he will turn down. Yeah, I know. Now let me tell you who won't turn down though. I look at Travis Jones and Michael Pierce. I mean, this is this these are throwbacks to the old Casey Hampton nose tackle days. Although they're not, oh yeah. I mean, these guys aren't as mobile as Casey was. Casey was unbelievable athlete for as big as he was. But I mean, you're talking about Michael Pierce. He's six foot, three hundred and fifty-five pounds, and Travis Jones is six four, three hundred and forty. I mean, that's a, that's a couple of cheese whoppers right there that almost bank uh, what almost a hundred uh, half half a ton all by themselves. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, those those are tree stumps. You know what I'm saying? Those right. are. Those are like tree stumps in in, in the California redwoods, you know. Yes. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well, I mean, think, and, and there would be a problem. Sorry, Max, I didn't mean to jump in, but I was just thinking, you know, last week we were talking about the smallish tackles from Houston and how running, you know, right at them, north and south, that sort of thing, would be a good yeah. thing. That's not such a good thing this week, is it? Well, it's not. But guess what? What's that? It's Ravens week, so right. you, you throw you throw all conventional knowledge out the window, Wolf. <laughs> I still want to run at them just because Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith have such great sideline to sideline capability. Oh, they do. They do. Uh, a la Ray Lewis esque, you know, and I say esque, but, you know, that's where it's like if you want to get it, you muddy the waters for them, right? Bodies and, you know, all kind of melanged in there together. Melanged? You know, is that get, a word? Melanged? Yeah, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> it's a max it word. Uh, yeah, it's a mishmash. Oh, there you uh, go. There we go. See, see, look, mishmash, right? You got that one. Mishmash, melange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. melange escapes you. Mishmash, you're just fine. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, but I mean, you because you you have you have to get bodies on bodies, and the more vertical you go, the less the less you have for all of that. And I think having an intent to do that yields good yields good results because. Now, if you are banging between the tackles, now you can pop one to the outside because now they're playing a little bit heady and maybe they play a little bit too far up. And now they have to peel out and try and, and try and climb over, you know, a couple of guys and, and ascending blocks to get to said Najee or Jalen Warren. And I think that's kind of where I'm at, where I want to see 
that approach first before we decide to go to the edges. I, I don't like testing the edges early mm-hmm. just because I know how fast they are laterally. Right. I would rather go vertically. And yes, you're going to have to step over a tree stump. You got the root, you got the root, one of those, one of those roots out and, uh, and, and take them out and, and you know, Hey, yeah, it's a tough test, but this is the NFL buckle the chin strap a little bit harder, squat a little bit deeper. If you, Hey, if you're worried about your knees, wear a knee brace, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, right. uh, like, like that's what you just do, right? I mean, what, what, what are you gonna do, Wolf? Will you see five fifty on the rack? Yeah, you're gonna buckle up, cinch that yeah, belt up a little up. diaper. Hey, exactly. You know? You're like, hey, hey, it's like, hey, hey, hey. You know, normally I, I go ten notches, and I gotta go twelve today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep that spine intact. I mean, that's what, just what you have to do. And but it's what this game is going to dictate. Yeah. It's going to dictate a vertical assault. And, you know, and, and make no mistake about it, Lamar, Lamar's going to try and run between the tackles on us because they feel like our run de- our run defense is, is, is suspect. So why not fight fire with fire? See who does it better. That's I, – I, I agree with you to a degree, but I, I know what, it, what it's – you know what it's like to have a 360-pound man sitting on the nose – you know, sitting in that Jamal either, Williams. Yeah, yes. I know. You know yes. that. I mean, you know, yes. th- and that was a matter of fact, these nose tackles are light compared to Jamal Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, you, when, when you run into the immovable object, it's like, oh, my God, what are we doing here? And and now here's the thing. Red zone, this t- this team goes to a different level. They, 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 they ascend – you know, to 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 the aspirational levels when it comes to red zone. Their do you know what their red zone yard per rush is right now, Wolf? What is it? Point one. Okay. All right. So you're saying there's a <laughs> chance? Yeah, yeah. There's a smallish chance. <laughs> yeah. In the red zone, they are they are super ridiculous um at stopping the run. Now, but here's the thing, you gotta take advantage middle of the field. You gotta take advantage you know, further out, you've got, but you have to have an intent to run. It can't be an optional thing. It can't be a sometimey thing. It has to be a constant because once you set that precedent, now your screen game works. Now your play action passes work. We got to have screens. Now, 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 now now you get, now you get single high coverages. Right. Because if, if you let the Ravens just play zone and play too deep, I mean, they have they have, they have tremendous lateral speed, so you have you have to you have to be a force equator in those moments. So I mean, yes, I, I'm harping on it, and yes, I, I'm very adamant about it. But I believe when it comes to this, and you don't carry pads this week for for no other reason than to be ready for this physical ground game that's going to be an emphasis in it. Oh, there is. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you look at these guys. Like I said, you got Pierce, you got uh, Travis Williams, you got Broderick Washington. What you don't have is is a team that is a high pressure team. You know, you look at them, and right now they're bottom six in pressure in the quarterback in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they've got they've got I, I forgot how many they got fifteen sacks. But their sack leader is Kyle Hamilton, one of their safeties. So it's not exactly. like the front end that is tearing it up. It's it's a number of guys that uh, have gotten a sack, but nobody is is like that. What were the the hot sack guys? Michael McCreary, something back in the day. 
you know, oh, when you McCreary, were there, yeah, Terrell Sugg, Suggs, well, and Suggs, yeah. Suggs was the guy. Yeah, he was the uh, guy. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, but Bart Scott was in there a little bit, um, but it was blitzing from the inside linebacker position. Right. Haloti Nada. Do you remember when he told was another he, one? He when Hines said that Bart Scott said he was going to kill him. <laughs> you remember Bart yeah. Scott? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. you want to talk Bart about said a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about ultimate things. animosity, man. Yeah, he wanted to kill Hines, and then of course when he was with the Jets, you remember he was like, "You're taking on the series. Can't wait. Remember can't that? Wait. Can't wait. Can't wait." <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you next uh, week I'm, in I'm Pittsburgh. Sure. Can't wait. Yeah. I, I, yeah. To I'm, lose I'm sure. to the Steelers I, again. Exactly. Can I put? Can I? Can I put that weight on on layaway? I want to make a couple payments first. <laughs> 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 I, I I can wait now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, but yeah, I mean, it was just. Like, like those were the sac- like you were worried about those dudes because they were they were dudes. I mean, yeah. there were some physical monsters in that game, and I mean, I even remember when Trevor Price came over. You remember mm-hmm. Trevor Price? Yeah, I do from Denver. Yeah, longtime Bronco, and Trevor still, you know, I argue has one of the quickest first steps I've ever seen. Like, really? Cutting cutting him off. You all, you almost had had to anticipate the snap count, not even listen for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, like, Be ahead like, of hey, a little. Yeah. The, the echo of "huh" yeah. in, in, this, <laughs> in the in the hut. You you had to be ready to go because if not, he was going to split the double team or split your backside cutoff angle immediately. So I mean, yeah, there, there's been some history, and, and yeah, it, it, does it look the same? No, but I mean, but not every year is going to look the same. But I guarantee you, the intent's going to be there. I guarantee. That the guys in that locker room have, have gotten them ready for what is to what is to come, especially that staff, because that staff has seen it all. Yeah, you know, and 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 this staff is younger than that staff. <laughs> so this staff you know, is younger than that staff. Yeah. Yes. We're doing staff uh, checks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're do, we're doing staff checks exactly. Gandalf, where is it? Where is it? No. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there it is. All right, you got the jewel on top. All right, perfect, perfect. That's what I was just all I wanted to see, the jeweled staff. No, um, but but we but but that's just how you have to play this game. It has to it it dictates and mandates physicality, a toughness, and a certain level of brutality that must be carried into this game. Well, the key is to me, defensively speaking, is going to be what you do with. Uh, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. And those two guys, they are penetrators. They are maulers. They can cover. Those guys can hit anything, anywhere on the field at any time. I mean, the, Roquan Smith to me is, um, he's really fun to watch. You know, the thing that's going to be, you're going to have to look at the doubles or the duos, as you call them. But those, yeah. the possibility of run throughs by these guys, you got to make sure because these guys will run through like, I don't even, you know. Like, like, so quick, like, you don't even know they went by. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, it was like, which way did he go? Which way did he go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one? <laughs> yeah. There was one, but there was, was there two? I saw six. Yeah. I'm not sure. Can you have that many linebackers yeah. with the same number on the field at the same time? No. Okay. All right. Dang it. Okay. I'll hit the, I'll hit the one in the middle. Uh, <laughs> for those who are but, concussed yeah. yes yeah for those who are concussed hit the one in the middle when in doubt <laughs> fire out yes uh but but no you're right i mean you know i, I but i look at the trinity uh, uh, of it and i have to say that it, it's patrick cream will Cron smith and kyle hamilton i think those are the three right. yeah where you're talking about the guys who, who are bringing the lumber who are also 
the high the high the high accumulation tackle guys. Um, no doubt. How how you how you get to the second and how you manage that third level guy that drops to the second level is going to be key. Um, you know, but but you want to invite that. I, I think that's where I talk about the intent of the run game. You want to invite that because now you have the opportunities over the top. And I'm gonna say it again, Wolf. I think I think I think I feel like a broken record here. Am I having deja vu? Maybe. Mm. Um, there's a guy by the name of Darnell Washington that I think should be introduced into this rivalry and, well, there's and, no and question. to the Steelers. He's floor. going to be too, by the way. He's, he's, he's got to have a role in this. And I think Darnell Washington is a guy that is built for this type of game. Big, physical, and a mismatch nightmare yeah. when it comes to it. Because he, he can roll guys off the ball and he can, he can, he can also go and, and give you a nice catch down the scene. And that that utilization, I'm not saying he's going to be Mark Andrews for a game, right? But I think he does need he does need some attention, especially in this game where it, it, this, this this is where you pull the big boy pants up. You kind of get them right at the belly button. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Strap it across the belly button, like tuck a little bit of that gut in there because this is a big boy game. You're trying to look slim, trying to look physical, but sometimes you you, know, you got to take you got to take the waistline up a little bit. <laughs> You know, it's not easy for a hog to take up the waistline a little. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, what happened to Sanzabels? You know what I'm saying? Like, Sanzabels, like, you know, yeah. Elastic waistband, you know. Who needs a belt when you got an elastic waistband, you the, know what I'm saying? How about those sand-knit coaching shorts, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Extra thigh. We got, I need more thigh in that. <laughs> Come on. Why, why, who decided that coaching passes needed to be that high up? You know oh, what I'm saying? I like, I know. You can get a little... At least one to two inches on that inseam, you know, just a little bit further down. Make just it, make them fast. Like, like you could only wear those on a football field and be accepted. You cannot wear no. those in life. You can't run to the grocery store in those. In no, those no, no, no. Well, nowadays no. you could. Now, well, that, yeah, yeah, nowadays Walmart, anything goes. In a Walmart, yeah. anything, you know. That that is true. It. Wally World is a, is a different place. Uh, <laughs> Boy, is it ever? Yeah, exactly. I, I try. I try and limit my contact to once a month uh, if I can help it. Um, <laughs> You know, but but yeah, I I think you ha- you ha- th- th- this is the game where pads carry physicality carry, and guess what? You know, it's required to be physical and nasty and tough. It is not an optional trait. This is not a, this is not an a, an add on to this. This is what the standard is, and that's where you have to start from there. And when in doubt, refer back to what the standard is, and that's physical, nasty, and tough. <laughs> yeah, ain't that the truth? You know, I, I look yeah. at this and I keep thinking to myself, if you can control those second level guys and keep keep things you know under wraps and uh, on the in the offensive line or in the trenches, you got a good chance. Uh, you know, Kyle Hamilton is something always to be dealt with in the secondary, but you know it, those sorts of things. You get the play action going a little bit, you're going to be all right if you can get any sort of running game going, which I believe that you can shoot. The, this isn't Najee's first rodeo against the Ravens. He's been over 100 yards against the Ravens before, and you can do it again. No, you can. And listen, I know what the, I know what their season average is. They're average. They're giving up only 92 and a half rushing right. yards a game. That's where their average is. Right. But I also hasten and caution and remind: throw all of this stuff out the window. All yeah. the only allowing 168 passing yards, 260.8 total defense. Oh, they only allow 14 and a half. Throw all that out the window. 
you know, throw throw all of that out the window. For the Pittsburgh defense, yes, giving up 25 points, giving up 400 yards, 250-plus in passing, almost 150. Throw all of that out the window. You know, stats stats, stats can empower and stats can cripple. Right. This this game is is not for that. This is not this is not a stat game. This is this is about at the end of the day, you throw a cloud of dust out there, you throw a football, you put on you put on some extra athletic tape over over, over the digits, right? Mm-hmm. Strap them in, and whoever at the end when the clock hits zero has one more point than the other one, that's the victor. Yeah. That's how this game is. You know, averages are thrown out. This is this is rivalry week. And with that, I'm going to step aside, Wolf, and let you take over in the next segment. So we're going to go, we're going to step aside during Ravens Week here inside the locker room. Wolf's on deck on ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Now, where's my T.J. Watt highlight? Oh, no. Oh, oh, sure. Right. Okay. Fake the handoff. Big rush. He's hit. T.J. Watt has the sack back at the five-yard line. And that breaks the record. All right, so we had a kerfuffle there. Because Wesley, he's like lost, all right? I'm, we're talking to him. We got the T.J. Watt highlight. I need the T.J. Watt highlight. Okay, okay, I got it. That's what he's saying. I got it. And then he gives me the point, you know, go. I'm like, oh, where's my highlight? Yeah, once again, you know what? I, I apologize. I, I did I did put the, put the wishes into his head. And yeah. got, got him flustered. Got him all screwed up. I was up. thinking about Robin Williams and Aladdin <laughs> too much. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Darn it, Genie. Once again. <laughs> what is that? That was uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, oh please stop now. Stop yeah. now, Wolf. Stop yes. now. We're not going down any road like that. Ro- okay. Robin Williams in Aladdin. Not oh. Okay, not Mel you. Brooks, men in tights. Okay, got that wrong. <laughs> all right, so here you go. You got T.J. Watt, and T.J. Watt is going to be a key, all right, because of the fact, number one, he's got an eight-game sack streak going in to this game, and the fact that he's at Acrisure is huge. Have you ever heard him talk about how fan noise helps so much with the pass rush? They're going to need a lot of fan noise this week. To be able to give our our Steelers, we got to give them that that jump at the line of scrimmage, you know. Because when you go have, if you got to go silent count, you know as well as I do, Max. As an offensive lineman, you're trained by you. You go on sound, you know. What I mean, it's not quite the yeah. same now as it as it was back in my day and so forth. But you're you're trained to go on sound, and so when you got to go on movement. You know, the, to see uh, a movement or a timing thing that's other than sound, you're not you're at a disadvantage to the defensive guys who are hair trigger and and so accessible to go on on you know the the first movement. I mean, they are just like they're ready all the time. And so I look at this and I think to myself, man, we can get that noise level up and get TJ going because the one thing that really stands out in this whole series of uh, you know with with Lamar Jackson is that if you can get pressure on this guy and get to him, 
he's the key to folding up the Ravens offense. There's no doubt about it. No, absolutely. You 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 you've got you've got to make Lamar Jackson uncomfortable. Very you've got uncomfortable. You've, you you've got to keep him off the point, and you have to keep him somewhat corralled. Meaning, if you are because he's going to find a lane. Yeah. But yep. the problem is, you dictate which lane he gets. Mm-hmm. Don't let him dictate to you because if he dictates to you what lane, or some guy decides to over pursue off the edge, right? Uh, that's when Lamar is dangerous. So you, so this is a week when you're talking about the rut, the rush, the rush, um, the rush discipline, mm-hmm. rush lane discipline. Right. You must rush to depth and turn in. Yep. Whatever that looks True. like, you can't run the hula hoop, right? <laughs> can't round the edge on this one. Um, you have to either stop, work back towards inside while pushing on a vertical, on a diagonal, or you've got to push and come straight into the sides and constrictive. Because the way that he has just ability to move with his legs, if he has a straight up outlet, he ha- he, he, he he's dangerous. So you so if you are if anything you're gonna make him bow back right right turn his back turn his back to the defense lose sight of where everybody is and then now he has to freestyle on the edge and trust me he has he has some great weapons yep. right Zay Flowers is playing out of his mind Mark Andrews yep. is his security blanket but he doesn't have a lot of other weapons outside of that and so when in doubt he's going he's going to pull the ball and run and so you have to be conscious of what that is. No doubt about it. Look, I as, I as I'm looking at this thing, you know, here's the thing. Pressure-wise, the Steelers, when they get after opposing quarterbacks, their completion percentage that they give up is about 40%, okay? Now, when they don't get pressure, man, it goes up to nearly 70%. And almost a first down, a catch, you know, as far as average depth of target, because they got time. Now, you take a look at Lamar Jackson, when he's pressured – his his completion percentage drops to under 50%. But when he's got a clean pocket and he's nobody's in his face, his completion percentage rises to 83%. I mean, this is huge. You've got to as you said, maintain your good sound rush lanes, making sure that you stay in them, you're aware of where he's at. That means a lot of like things like using a spin technique in that that's not something you're going to be very uh, comfortable in doing because you got to turn your back to Lamar Jackson, and so that's something that could be problematic. But you've got to maintain that rush discipline, as you were talking about. And this is a guy that if you put him in the dirt and you hit him a number of times, and let's face it, the Steelers have sacked him, I think, 16 times, if I got it right, in the three games that he's participated in. And they can do this. And that right now they're second overall in the league in pressuring quarterbacks. Man, oh, man, that'll help so much so – and being able to corral this offense because Lamar Jackson is the guy that he is the, the guy that makes the whole thing go. No, he, he he's the engine. He's yeah. the engine. And, and I would I would even go further, Wolf, and say he makes the whole team go because he empowers the defense as well. Because if you're putting points on the board, you know that that allows your defense to be more aggressive because he knows also that when they press, the opposing offense has to press, right? Because you're trying to match score for score, go toe-to-toe in a game. So, you know, if he's getting three and outs, if he's not putting points on the board at the end of drives, 
that frustrates him. That also frustrates the defense. And now the defense has to now play out of character and try and make a play happen, right? You know, try and be that good support system. And then luckily that's when big plays happen for us. So everything works in coordination with each other, but it starts and ends with Lamar Jackson and how well he performs. And indeed, I mean, he's coming off his first career two game, uh, game two D two TD pass two TD run game of his career. You know, I mean, it's not like he's not amped up and ready for this. They beat Cleveland in Cleveland and did a good job. If you put on the tape and watch that game, um, it was it was you know pretty well dominated by Lamar Jackson. And I, I look at like Gus Edwards. He's a good good running back, but nothing that you like go wow right. I mean. Yeah. Uh, Justice Hill, again, another guy that, you know, he's all right, but he's nothing that you go wow over. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson that wows you. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and to, to further support your point, I mean, Gus Edwards, 44 rushes, 193 yards. Right. 4.3. Averaging about, yeah. Yeah, 4.3. The only one he's had as long has been 20 yards. One tutty on the season. So, I mean, he's serviceable, and he keeps them on schedule. That's what right. Gus Edwards is, you know, but in this game, you, you're going to need a, a higher output and a higher intent. And I think, like I said, the way Najee came into that second half of the, uh, of the Texans game last week, that's the Najee I want to see first half of this game. Do we know that, that that's, do we get any update on Odell Beckham? I have not seen him. I'm looking through the, um, the practice reports. I, there has not been any update okay. from what I see. But, he's but only made one today, game. Yeah, I was just wondering. Yeah. He did practice yesterday. He did? Full, was it was full? he full? Or le- I thought one it was limited. One second here. I'm looking on the uh, the Ravens website. He was limited yesterday. Limited, okay. Uh, sorry, yeah, limited, limited limited on Wednesday. Oh. He was limited. All right, so we so got to find out. let's see if I can find Thursday here. He was also limited yesterday. Okay. Okay. Let's hope, maybe, let's hope he's limited to not playing. <laughs> Ronnie Stanley, yeah. full participant. Uh, Morgan Moses, limited. Marlon Humphrey, limited. Justin Hill, limited. Uh, Rashad Bateman, full participant. So they've got they got a nice uh, list of injury concerns there as well, too. Mm, okay. I was just wondering. I, I hadn't thought about it, and I meant to check that this morning, and I forgot, and I just see a note of mine to about checking Odell Beckham because he would certainly be one of those guys that you want to make sure that you uh, blanket and you're able to – um, shut him down because he obviously is is a threat. But Zay Flowers is the guy, but he's a rookie. That's interesting to me that you got a rookie leading in as a leading pass catcher for this Baltimore Ravens team. Uh, not so crazy when they've had terrible receivers over the years. Wolf. No, <laughs> you eventually have to draft one that can actually that can actually play. Because uh, remember what what was it? What was the other Rashad Perryman? Yeah, remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that didn't that didn't work well. So the fact that you finally found a rookie receiver that can that can actually catch a ball is is normally nice. And and here's the thing, he's only got 24 catches on the year, right? As a, as a league guy, because once again, this team is predicated on rushing the football. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so that's where you kind of yeah, yeah you know Lamar is right under a tick under 800 yards um, through through four games, and so that's less than 200 yards passing a game. You know, when you think about that, so. So it's not like this team is predicated like they're and they're winning these games. They're low. They're more closer. You know, obviously the Houston Texas game they blew them out, but and, and last week the Cleveland game was just not fair. 
but they they played two really tight games against the Bengals and the Colts. So you know this is a team that they they don't play well from behind, and they have to have the lead um, to really play. So that's where you got to put the pressure on them. Ah, well, the one of the guy that can put some pressure on the Steelers is Mark Andrews, the tight end. That's a that's a he's a pretty good. I think he's a, a pretty good blocker and a pretty good route runner and pass catcher. But he's got no – oh, I'm sorry. He's got no TDs versus the Steelers in eight career games. How about that? Let's keep it at that. <laughs> Good answer. I, Good answer I, yeah, by exactly. you. Hey, hey I, 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 am all, I am all for not allowing him to have that because if he, if he, start, if he starts touching the ball and starts making a difference, it, it, will, it will get ugly because he's a guy you don't want to see start to, start to, get, start to catch a rhythm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, the one guy that you can't – I don't know, even know how to categorize this guy because he is one of those out-there things, but the, the Patrick Ricard. I mean, the 305-pound fullback slash H-back slash uh, third guard, whatever you want to call him. Um, you watch him line up as an H-back and come up and just – absolutely maul one of the linebackers or you watch him lead as a, or be the trail guy on the pin and pull series you know as he as he you know comes across and whacks somebody or as as the lead back they'll put him right at the point of attack and kick out and then pin and pull from the other side uh this guy is and matter of fact the other thing that i remember watching him do was a seal block with the center when the guard went up right away on a three four bubble he goes right up to the second level, get a linebacker, and they used Ricard as a seal guy for the center to seal with, uh, the you know, on the nose tackle. It was I, I've never seen that before. Yeah, I, I mean, he, they they utilize him as a sixth offensive lineman. Yes, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like he he's a he's a legal sixth offensive lineman, and 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 that's what you have to be conscious of. Is you know, just like when Vegas two weeks ago was using Thayer Mumford, right? right? Correct. You know, as they were, I mean, they called him in legal. How, how many times I felt like they were calling it like every, every series he was coming in at some point. So you have to be aware of, aware of where he's at. You have to be aware of how he moves because he's a guy that he's going to lead you to the football. That's the other thing. You know, it, it's, it's, it's one thing to be a key and be a weapon, right. but he also, he leads you to the football and that's where you have to be conscious. Can you whip that block in the hole? And and can and can you get around him to make a tackle either on a Gus Edwards or Lamar Jackson a quarterback design run? Absolutely, I'm I'm you know I watch him. I gotta admit I I admire the way they use him. Matter of fact, I was hoping with Kendrick Green that it was actually going to work out because watching Patrick Ricard over a couple of years, he is such an anomaly because you you know it's like that the the tackle that the the Raiders were bringing in you know so frequently but if you lined him up at fullback or if you lined him up at H-back as he was the lead guy on a wham or he's the trail guy in the pin and pull or he's kicking out on the front side of one of those pin and pull things i it, it's just the, the way they use him is so um much bigger than what you do with a, a six offensive lineman it's very unique in the way they go about it but all right Wes is giving me the high sign it's time to take a break we are going to take a break right now coming back with more the bell lap coming up here in the locker room
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, it is bell lap time here inside the locker room. There we go. Love to see it. Wes, Wes has been on top of all of the keys today, even when he has to play my alma mater intro uh, multiple times in the <laughs> show. It's all good. But, you know, Wolf, last segment, last day of of reporting for us until we're actually in the ball yard on Sunday. Right, right. And, you know, I just want to kind of leave uh, so, so, some highlight memories. You know, it's a little, little sharing time. I know we've talked about all the statistical things but, you know, what are some of your fond memories of the Ravens Steelers rivalry? What are some of the what are some of the greatest hits in your mind? Wow, you go back over the years, and I can't say right off the top of my very flat head what my favorite moments are. I I, I go back to I remember watching Haloti Nada break Ben Roethlisberger's nose. Um, that was that was unbelievable. I remember because the big ragu. He beat the big ragu on one of those uh, across the face rushes, you know, and he had reached yeah. out as he was roaring by Ben because ragu recovered enough to get the body of uh, of Haloti out of the way, but he stuck his left hand out there, and that's what caught Ben in the schnoz, you know. That, yeah, I remember Ben holding off Terrell Suggs with one hand while he's he's trying to throw the ball away with the other hand, and uh, was able to elude a sack there, you know. Um, was, who was, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the one running back. Oh, there's, man, there's so many. What about the moment when, when, uh, Troy dipped down off the edge and came off and hit Flacco on that one great, yes. oh, was that well, unbelievable? Now, hold on, boys. What about this moment now? He's back. Okay. He looks, he waits, he throws the pass, and it's intercepted. Troy Polamalu at the 40, 35, 30, blockers at the 25. He's running right, right at the 15. He turns and goes for the goal line, and he's in for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Touchdown. Troy Polamalu with a big defensive pick, and this place is on fire. Wow. 2009 AFC Championship game. There you exactly go. That there you go. Man. It's my that, favorite Billy call of all time. That is that is quintessential Bill Hillgrove bringing it to you live and the heat in the moment and the, the absolute intensity of them. I remember that now so very, very well. And certainly with Troy, I remember years ago Flacco said, follow the hair. You got to follow the hair. You want to find out, you know, what what's going on. Make sure you know what Troy is doing. Follow the hair. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and I'll take you to one of my favorite moments back in that game. It was actually the Willis McGahee Ryan Clark hit. Oh yes, wow, was that by far one of one of the hardest hits I've ever heard in person in my entire life. And being around this game of football, you know. A long time, nothing, nothing lived up to that, and that that was the Steelers Ravens rivalry in a nutshell. Was oh, that yes. one play? It's two trains, one track. <laughs> and Clark was yeah. was engine number ninety nine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He was. Hey, no, he was engine number one, yeah. two and three on that one. And Willis McGay, he was a was a distance twenty one. <laughs> you that know, was, I yes. mean, it was. Yeah, it's but. 
But that's what this game dictates. You know, I think about Charlie Batch's last start as a Steeler. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Was in Baltimore, and we took down the Ravens with everybody poor dirt on us. Uh, you know, I, I remember, like you said, Ben's elusive sacks around the edge. Ray Lewis running away in fear from Heinz Ward when he didn't know where 86 was because he was scared <laughs> of getting 86. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, there's just so many memories that flood my mind from this rivalry. And, you know, it, it, the good, bad, and the ugly. Ben Roethlisberger comes into the game his, his rookie year, week number two in Baltimore, and almost engineers a comeback after Tommy Maddox gets knocked out of That's the game. That's right, yes. Wow. Yeah, there, there's a lot. I mean, there's so much history with these two teams in in, a, in each of our stadiums. Um, and, you know, I'll never forget. So the 08-09 season, clean sweep, clean bill of health there, 3-0 and against the Ravens in that year. When can, when can we really tout those type of sweep type situations? So – you know, I have a lot of lot of fond memories, and, and the ones you brought up, Wolf. I mean, are, are are awesome. I mean, but that but that that's what this rivalry it breeds those memories, it breeds those opportunities to reflect on on how 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 this game has gone. And when you reference eighteen of the last thirty being three points or less, twenty four out of the last twenty five of the last thirty being a score or less, which is eight points or less in this game, that's just what this game is. It, it just means more. It's a physical, physical type of process that you must go to. And you're going to feel it the following week. I'm glad the Steelers got a buy after this one. One more, uh, one more here, fellas, to tickle your nostalgia that you haven't, that you haven't mentioned. <laughs> okay. Roethlisberger looks, crosser, Brown, he caught it, fights to the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown Pittsburgh! That might win them the division! The Immaculate Extension. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no oh doubt gosh. about it. AB getting it out there. But you know, before we close out, the one thing there's one there's two stats that I want to remind everybody about because this is what we've got to do better on this weekend. If you ask me, number one is 79 percent of the rushing yards the Steelers have allowed have come after first contact. Let that sink in for a minute. 79 percent, and then. If you go to the passing game, 39% of the passing yards the Steelers have allowed are yak yards, yards after the catch. Max, those are two huge numbers that the Steelers' defense has to wrap up, bring them down, put them in the dirt, and pressure Lamar Jackson because that's the way it's going to happen, and they've got to have some sort of time of possession and be able to use that as a weapon for the Steelers offensively. No, you're absolutely right. I think, I think that's what is – so it's more so shackling, right? That, that's what – What? To instill that mindset, right? Right. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. All right, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that means first tackle. We got a little pop there going. We missed you. You there? Yeah, can you – There you go. Okay, okay, sorry. I was saying first tackle needs to be the final tackle. Yeah, yeah. no doubt and about that's it. And that's how it needs to go. The show, this is the end of the week, the lunch that we will bring until Monday. And hopefully it's a victory Monday. 
We are going to see you in the ball yard. He's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks, lead engineer and ninja, Wes Euler, junior ninja in training. Of course, we got to got to shout out CA. And of course, this is Brian Loptina from Wolf and, and myself. We wish you a great weekend, a happy weekend. Beat the Ravens. Make it a great day. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.